Thanks for listening to Open the Word. Today, we're throwing it back and dusting off an episode from the archives. We've had some great conversations over a decade of radio ministry that deserve to be heard again. So you might hear some new voices and old references, but we hope you still enjoy these episodes. You found a place to belong here in the Circle of Friends. I'm Missy, and I'm with Joanne and Carol and our special guest. Carol, will you introduce him once again for us? I would love to. Our guest today is Roger Schuler, and I've known Roger for a few years now through uh, Global Priorities and LRED, which is the values programs that we do, uh, well, all over the world, but we're located here in Northeast Ohio, and it's just been so good to get to know you. Roger has a great sense of humor. That's one thing I know about Roger. <laughs> I know that he's a good ref. <laughs> <laughs> he's very committed. Roger, I just love working with you and your blessing just wherever you go and you're just so invested into people that's what you are and and I just appreciate that so it's good to have you here today with us talking about prisons going into prisons and taking the values that we've been talking about roundtables which is the methodology methodology that we use and going into prisons and seeing people's lives changed yeah well thank you for having me Carol and um, I think that you're a little bit misguided on sense of humor, so <laughs> my wife would maybe differ with you a little bit on that, but I, I'm, I'm privileged to be here this morning, and uh, as we're talking about roundtables, and we've been talking about uh, the roundtables specifically in prisons in Ohio and different areas, and one of the prisons that I'm heavily involved with is the one in Mansfield, and they've been doing the dream dream project or program which is driving rehabilitation effectively in Mansfield correct and this is also using principles yes they're Mm -hmm. using the global priorities uh, values in in Mm -hmm. the prisons because um, they are well a missy I mean they say they're stealth you can go in there because there's no no scripture Mm -hmm. Uh, and I love what Don Yoder once said I mean truth is truth Mm -hmm. I mean you can have truth without without the address Mm -hmm. and I and I've seen that again so God's word comes alive even in those values and mm-hmm. so um, you know recognize that mm-hmm. and honor God for that um, it's nothing that we're doing yeah these are principles straight out of Proverbs it's not something somebody has created or thought up or co- God thought this up this is God's principles right. and yeah. God just works he knows yeah. he knows how to he created us he knows how to make he it knows work. how, how yeah, it all right. works and yeah. uh, for those of us who know where to look maybe it's easy to jump into the Word of God and find that but for those who maybe don't have any kind of biblical background or training or any of those things, this is something new for them. Now, you introduce something to them and you give them something that works, they're going to want to say, wow, how'd you come up with this? How did, well, this is great. That, what's going on here? Tell me more. And that opens a door, I think, then uh, for, the, for the actual one-on-one spiritual interaction and transformation. I mean, the, the transformation is taking place because that's what God's, that's what God does. He transforms yeah. our lives. Um, and, and then the, the growth continues. And I think all of us can get involved in one way or another. Carol, can you tell us some ideas for that? Well, exactly. There's so many ways to be involved. And of course, we never underestimate the power of prayer. And when you're thinking about just uh, God having an impact in the spirit, of course, we start with prayer and knowing that God hears us when we pray and that his desire is to release the captives. We've been talking this week about whether he does that if you're actually behind physical bars or if, if everybody has a prison that we need to be broken free from. And then there's also 
uh, we call them facilitators. If you are interested in facilitating this roundtable discussion on values, uh, we're going to be offering a facilitator training and uh, we just want you to contact us and you can do that on our website through globalpriority.org or lared.org. That's L-A-R-E-D dot O-R-G. We'd love for you to get in touch with us. And you can be a facilitator. You can, If you have family in prison, um, you know, these are, if you know uh, somebody in the prison who wants these values, contact us. Uh, anybody can go to lared.org and download these uh, for family discussions. So many ways to be involved. And we're hoping tomorrow to be able to share some testimonies uh, from some of these prisoners about how things have changed for them since they have gone through all these principles and are learning how to live a successful life even behind bars. And uh, we talked earlier about the release. You know, there's one point at which you will be released from prison, but you can be released from a lot of things behind bars. And uh, that's a, a, a wonderful picture uh, to see that there is freedom behind bars. And uh, But, you know, uh, earlier in the week, um, you were talking about the prison system. And I, I'm assuming we can earn good days in prison. Yes, uh, we, we, we can. <laughs> we, 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 all, we all can earn good days, whether we're behind physical bars or not. But uh, specifically for the prisons in Ohio, uh, I learned that good days are something that an inmate participates in a program and they can have uh, days reduced off of their sentence. And so that's what a good day is. Um, you get days off of your sentence. And so, uh, which is unique with this, the Dream Project, is that these men don't get good days off of their of their sentence, but they're still filling up this, these, these round tables to be in them because they're seeing the transformation in their cellmates or whoever. And so they want to be a part of it. So, so when you see something like that, you know, that it's, it's Mm -hmm. of God, it's not Mm -hmm. of man because they want to be a part of it and they're not getting anything physically from that. Mm -hmm. So that's what, that's what a good day is. Joanne. Okay. So they're doing it because they see transformation. They see a new way of living. Mm Yeah. They see change in themselves Mm -hmm. and others. Mm -hmm. And And they see, they begin to see the culture change in that in their cell mm-hmm. or in their dorm or wherever they're at mm-hmm. my mind keeps going back to the families at home because i just can't imagine the relief and the joy that they would feel from seeing their loved ones who are in prison change and knowing that they have a brighter future because yeah. of it trip it to a prison yeah we've actually bernie and i we were at a graduation for uh the lored principals down in lancaster and we were able to have the families come in for this graduation and it was really it was really fun to see because uh, uh, let me see it was a son and a daughter uh, their dad was in in prison and they'd seen such a change in in their dad that they wanted to start to be in a round table. So the transformation that they saw in their dad, what they wanted, what their dad had. And mm-hmm. so for me, that was really cool to see that, that transformation. And, and I guess the aha moment went mm-hmm. off in his kids' life because they saw change in their dad. So they wanted it too. So that's where, where you say, talk about families. Yeah, the, these round tables can have a huge impact. We think it's only for the prisoners behind the bars. Mm-hmm. But if they're actually being changed and they're sharing with their family, uh, principles you know then they can help their family mm-hmm. change for outside the walls because the people mm-hmm. outside the walls sometimes we're in much as much prison as those people mm-hmm. behind bars mm-hmm. 
Well, and there has to be so much forgiveness that happens in this process. Yes, I mean, and I think the, I think the forgiveness comes, I shouldn't say easy, but I think it comes easier when they see change in somebody. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. again, uh, you can say, um, well, I, I want to be, be a good listener this week. Well, that's good intentions, but that's not specific. Well, they see specific change in someone in prison, and that's when that really, they want, want that as well. And then mm-hmm. it, it just kind of morphs into more and more uh, people being changed by, by the principles, mm-hmm. which is the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we see, we talked about yesterday, is churches adopting prisons or opening campuses in prisons. So now outside the prison you have families going to a church inside the prison you have the prisoner going to a church when that prisoner is released they already have a community christian community to deal with can you tell tell us a little bit about that well it's really cool what what's happening in uh up in Grafton, uh, Faith Family has adopted Grafton. It's their it's their campus. So they they have a worship team that drives up one hour to set up music and everything. They have a video screen. They hear the pastor, whoever's preaching that day. Uh, Mike Caminetti is a senior pastor there, and so they get to hear Mike Caminetti welcome their campus that that facility. Hey Grafton, we're glad that you're here with us this morning. And so they're part of that church. So when they get out, they know that they have a church they can go to that they're welcome to come to. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because the way Faith Family does it, they're a one-week delayed. They tape and then they show it the next week. But it was uh, they, they showed that in prison, uh, you know, it was one week delayed. But because of the delay, um, those guys got to see uh, their their family mm-hmm. in church. There, there was, a I think it was a family that came forward to give their life to Christ. And so they were able to see that the week after and it, oh, and it just, yes. it just, it just, they were uh-huh. able to experience that uh-huh. with their family. Uh-huh. Well, otherwise, there would be absolutely no way to do that. Now, I remember a story that you were telling me one time about Faith Family uh, having a picnic um, for, I think it was for prisoners that had been released. And I remember the story about chicken. <laughs> that that was so interesting yeah. because that's something we would just yeah. never even think of. Yeah, it was Faith Family. They had uh, the gentleman that had been through the process or the program of the roundtables they kind of had a graduation but they had a picnic and so it was so fun because they invited the families coming in as they walked across the courtyard you could see the families coming across and you could see those guys their family they were glued to the window to see their family because they had, they don't get to see them that much but but what was really interesting they one of the inmates said man we never get chicken on the bone and i <laughs> Of course, it went right over my oh, yeah. head, but but with a bone, you can make a weapon or something out of that, and and that's what they said. We usually get chicken strips with no any. So it was interesting that they got chicken on the bone because they don't get that in prison mm-hmm. because of obvious reasons. So that was such a treat for them, yeah. and it was exciting for them because it's. I mean, just knowing that I'm allowed to have a bone. Yeah. But, but, shows how much I've changed. But but the thing that what that bone represents, uh, Joanne, is trust. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They trust right. me. Mm-hmm. That's yes. that's the key right, right. there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that was. <laughs> you and never... that comes through building character. Yep, it does. Yes, uh-huh. it does. Yes, okay. it does. All right. Oh my. Well, we're just so excited today to be talking about what God is doing. What God is doing on the earth today through um, principles and values, but through people. And uh, it's just so good to have you here today with us talking about what God is doing, how we see like the multiplication of just the seeds that are being planted. We've seen this grow from 
uh, one prison, starting in one prison, to now we're in 23 prisons mm -hmm. with uh, the values and principles of Lorette and Global Priority. Mm -hmm. And you've been part of that process. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, bring us, you've got some great stories about what God is doing. Yeah, it was, um, to where to start, I, I don't know, but I, I'll, I'll share one that uh, I heard in Mansfield. And that's the prison that I really work well with. Um, Caitlin Bunchu, the social worker, told us that she had uh, an inmate that was that finished the first phase, the Ten Values. Um, he's a very gifted writer, storyteller, and very good on his grammar and how to write things very, very well. Um, he asked Caitlin if he could get the last three phases to finish the whole program. And as he finished uh, the first phase, the, he wanted to finish the whole program. And so he wanted the other three phases from Caitlin if he could get them. Uh, Caitlin, <laughs> she's kind of like a bulldog. She guards it very carefully. She said she couldn't get it to him because she hadn't had all of four phases picked out and done yet through the system. But, but it just his, his wanting that ahead of time, So because it, it helped him, and he wanted to continue on the program, which showed me that there's value in those programs because they want to continue on even if he's doing it by himself or with whoever he wanted to do that so that's that's one great story that i've heard out of mansfield that really kind was of he being my released heart. no he was just he was being moved to another okay another, i mean another dorm they okay. right now they're they're specifically targeting specific dorms in mansfield um eventually they want to make it a uh, whole compound wide mm -hmm. but right now so but that's why he but was he just wanted, being, He didn't want to stop. He wanted to keep going. Yeah. But yeah. we were talking about this earlier, Roger, how there's cross-pollination. Mm -hmm. When people are moved from one facility to mm -hmm. another, that that this thing has spread. Yeah. How did we get from to 23 facilities? Yeah. It's because they get so excited when they're in mm -hmm. one facility. They get moved. I mean, this happens quite frequently. Mm -hmm. They move facilities for whatever reason. And then they're like, hey, I was in this program. Mm -hmm. I really want it here. And they can advocate for that. Yeah. That's how it started in, in Mansfield. It was exactly right, Carol. So um, the one thing I would say that a roundtable is, I mean, um, event. I've heard this said by Mike Poulin. Again, he's a mentor of mine. But he says, events don't change anybody, but experiences do. And I really look at the roundtable. Each roundtable every week is an experience it's not an event i mean when you're in close proximity with these people in your group every week you really get to know them and they share their hearts and things like that so it's that experience that makes these inmates all excited mm -hmm. they want they want to share it with other people mm -hmm. and so i think that's the we have to understand uh, round tables are not an event they're an experience mm -hmm. and that's the way it mm -hmm. keeps them working. well and when i think of a prisoner i think of somebody who's become hard and you see that all of a sudden they are becoming vulnerable. You know, they're opening up, their their hardness is melting them. Yeah. And they are returning to who God yeah. created them yeah. to be. I have a funny story about that, Joanne. I was up in the Grafton facility, and I was kind of monitoring a person that I had trained to be a facilitator. And this person sat right next to me, and he was angry. I mean, he was not happy. He said, who put me in this program? I didn't sign up for this. And the guy across the table said... Whoever he said, I'm your, I'm your cell, I'm your cell overseer or whatever. He said, I put you in this program. This guy said, I don't want to be in this program. I was sitting there thinking, dear God, don't let this guy come uncorked on me. But, but it was interesting in that. By the time that round table finished, he was sharing with people openly. I mean, so he got to experience he the, the process. Yeah, it melted right into that. So mm -hmm. I've seen that happen 
more times than I can count where somebody, oh, this is just another thing. But once they get ex that experience, mm -hmm. it changes them. And, mm -hmm. and a lot of that's driven by the facilitator because one of the things I teach is uh, the facilitator has to be authentic. You have mm -hmm. to share from your personal experiences and share from, you know, pronouns mm -hmm. I and me. Transparency goes mm -hmm. a long way. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the brilliance of this methodology is that it, it's structured in such a way that it makes it easy to participate. I think if you're a participant in it, and, and I've been through a couple of them, it, you know, for somebody to start to share, that's tough to just start sharing with someone. But when you do a step, kind of a step-by-step -step process, you read in front of everybody, you underline something, and then you read what you underline. That, that's pretty easy to do. It, it, but it's progressive so that when you do start sharing, it's it's a bit here and a bit there. But the first time you do it, the second time you do it, it's easier than the first time, and so on. And I think it, it opens the door for exactly what you said, Roger. If you've got a facilitator who is being open and vulnerable, they set the stage for that. And... And you sort of, you, you learn that. The thing about being in a group environment is that when you realize you can learn from other people, like, mm -hmm. Roger, you'll say something and a light bulb goes off and I think, oh my goodness, I'm not the only one who thinks that way or feels that way or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's kind of an instant connection. And so that's, that's how it works in the round table setting. And in your being led and, uh, you know, it's... The principles are there. The methodology is there. It's sort of an easy no-brainer in some ways. Yeah, it really is because when you're authentic, I think authentic, authenticity, then you're sharing a little bit of your pain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And pain is the great connector. It's a great communicator, and it's a great teacher. Mm -hmm. And so when you're authentic with somebody, being vulnerable, sharing your pain, um, then people will open up. I was actually doing a a round table with a group of CEO men up in Canton and they had never met each other before and we were doing the uh, the principle of listening and uh, in that process I shared something personal from my life from my life with my wife about not doing a very good job of listening and it was interesting when this person got to his action step he said I'm going to call my son who I am estranged with right now. I've never, I haven't seen him for a while because I never listened to him. And he started to cry. I mean, here's a guy that hasn't met these other four or five guys, and he's he's starting to tear up and, and cry about that. So I, I want to say that I, the Holy Spirit was there, but it was driven by the authenticity of the mm -hmm. facilitator. And if mm -hmm. I might say one more thing, my wife has been in education for over 30 years, and uh, she's looked at this methodology and says she's really... It's brilliant. It's it's very very simple. Mm. But he, but she said what's interesting is number one when the person is reading you're engaging the intellectual part of your brain, mm -hmm. and then when you're sharing you're sharing from the emotional part of your brain, mm. and then when you you got the action step you have uh, an action step to do that week that drills home that value into you, and then you're supposed to read it every day so you've got the repetition. So she she said you have all the components there for learning, and it's so simple that mm -hmm. it works that way. One of the things that I love about it too is um, it's a no judgment zone. You know, it's like I'm working on me in the round table. I'm not thinking mm -hmm. about what Missy's, hey, why don't you get on the ball right. over there, and Missy? <laughs> one, one through ten. I'm not judging you. It's, right. it's my, that's it's, my own. It's and it can be, me. I mean, yeah. that that's a relative thing to me, not to anybody else. Right. And so it's really an environment. And trust is hard. Trust is hard mm -hmm. for me. And so when I first started the round table, I was like, I don't want to share anything about myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you learn that it is a safe place because of the method 
and it really does create a safe space and it's really interesting how it does work from the prisons to the palace you know and and how people have something to share and I think if I can say one more thing is that that's one thing that the round table does too is it helps you to see people as real people with feelings with families you you go deeper than that surface like um, just we're working together or we're we're acquaintances but it gives you insight into what a person is thinking feeling and going through um, I, I believe it's uh, of course, I've experienced it, and I eat, breathe, and sleep roundtables, and I know, Joanne, you do as well, obviously, but uh, if we could just get this in front of everybody, I mean, uh, I think they would see the simplicity of it and the value in it and how well it can change a person. Uh, I've uh, My father started a business in 64, and so I've always wanted to, to get businesses involved with this because if they understand how the roundtable works, they understand their greatest resource is their people, uh, and, and then if you pour money into that. I mean, I'm, I'm a manufacturer, so it's easy for me to spend half a million dollars on a piece of equipment that'll help me be, me, me be more productive. But I'm, I'm hesitant to spend $1,000 on a program mm -hmm. to help my people grow. Mm -hmm. But I, I love what um, John Maxwell said this once. He says, you know, people that, that work for you, they're going to they're gonna ask you three questions. Do you care about me? Can you help me? And can I trust you? And, and, and the roundtable delivers all of that if you if you do that on their company time. It's a return on investment is is astronomical. But the problem is the pain isn't that great yet for a lot of businesses or people in general, mm -hmm. <laughs> families or whatever. They, they don't want to try this. And so mm -hmm. if we can break through that glass ceiling, mm -hmm. uh, the sky's the limit, especially with God in mm -hmm. charge. Well, we want to offer that to people. Um, if you have a desire to learn more about this, to become a facilitator, how do I implement this? And you can implement it in your family, in your business, wherever you are. We're going to uh, contact us. We are going to set up a facilitator training for those that are interested. You, you can leave that training knowing those five steps and how to be, a tr I call them transformation agents, wherever you go. And so contact us through our website, lared.org, L-A-R-E-D dot O-R-G through the contact form or Circle of Friends. Facebook page, that would be great. Yep. Yeah, contact Circle of Friends and we will set something up and and you will be invited. <laughs> you're <laughs> all invited. In, you're all invited. Yeah. <laughs> now have your special and, invitation. That's right. And anybody can be a facilitator. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's not a difficult thing to do. It's like Roger said earlier, if you can follow instructions, you can be a yeah, facilitator. You're, you're the right facilitator. Yes. Can I share just one quick Absolutely. more story? What's going on in Mansfield? We've been talking about Mansfield Prison, but Caitlin, uh, the social worker, she wants to pilot another program inside of Mansfield. Mansfield has the, I believe, the second or the mo the first highest gang population in the state. That's where they house a lot of them. And so she's wanting to uh, take these values in with the the. the Younger, she said, because these kids get in about 18 years old, high population between 18 and 21. And I know that, that we've written different values for high school level kids. And so when she heard about that, it just lit up for her. So we're believing that we're going to pilot something there for these young incarcerated people that they can get a mm -hmm. hope through the round wow. table and the values as well. Oh, that would be well. wonderful. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Well, we said earlier in the week we're going to have a week of good news and uh, we have definitely had lots of good news today. The state of Ohio is being reformed. Amen. <laughs> and we're looking forward to a positive future for us, uh, for our, our families here in Ohio. And we're trusting and believing that it will cross-pollinate and cover every state in the United States. We're yes. going to reform our nation. So um, Carol and I will be back tomorrow to uh, wrap up the week. 
And again, Roger, thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure to have you here. Uh, light a little fire under us. So, <laughs> well, thank uh, you for having me, Joanne. Absolutely. We're, we're thrilled. So for the rest of you, we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here in the Circle of Friends. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Open the Word Podcast or send us an email to OpenTheWordPodcast at gmail.com. Is it time for you to plan a day trip with your peeps? Come and stay a while at Shia Market in Berlin. There is something for everyone, no matter what your taste or style may be. Visit the Village Gift Barn for your custom floral arrangements and timeless accessories for your home. Stroll upstairs to Shia's Style Boutique for your perfect outfit. Everything from accessories to shoes. Be inspired at country gatherings with decor from Modern Farmhouse to transitional design. Then meander through the gardens for a large selection of houseplants. And last but not least, order your perfect cup of brew at the Buggy Brew Coffee Company. End your day by gathering to relax in our courtyard. You will leave feeling connected and refreshed.